Snowball Spark. You want good words? Data language. Talk real sports with a real man. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. And now, here's the be-all, end-all, know-it-all of high school, college, and pro sports. Aaron Skinny Cow with the Skinny on Sports. We're talking about practice, man. I'm the MVP. Good Monday morning out there, Western Oklahoma. Welcome to the Skinny on Sports right here on 98.1 FM, the Sports Animal. Glad to have you along for the next hour. We could get into all kinds of different things. We'll wrap up the 26th annual KECO Arc Energy One Source, One Source Arc Energy Open. I wasn't sure who was, I didn't, I never did figure out who got top billing there. So I'm just going to say them all both ways. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, let's start with art. Cause they hooked me up with that tumbler. I got one too. <laughs> Appreciate that from the Morse boys. And no the, doubt about my it. My brother-in-law will be okay with that. Cause he's that one, one source anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I, I it appreciate good, it. Good, appreciate it was a good Saturday. Yeah. So we'll talk. Yeah. We'll, we'll wrap up uh, the, the weekend festivities out at Elk city golf and country club. For the uh, 26th annual uh, Our Golf Tournament. We also hit the OK Kids State Softball Tournaments. Wrapped up over the weekend. The results are going are gonna, to uh, supply us with some guests that we'll tell you about. A little programming note. And then we've also got regional baseball tournaments from over the weekend. And now state tournaments starting, uh, I know for sure, today. For 12U. Not sure about everybody uh, else. I, I don't know. I've got it pulled up right here. Uh, I'm sorry. I am. Wednesday for 8U. There we go. Of course, they can squeeze a bunch more games in. Let's see about 10U because they're pitching. 10U's today. I had a feeling because of the pitching. So we can, uh, we, we can kind of tell you who all made it, who all did well. Uh, for that, and then whatever else. So the College World Series has been awesome for for a week long, week and a half long event. That's been so close. Yesterday was a complete anomaly. <laughs> Good grief! We stopped by uh, a restaurant coming home from yeah. Weatherford. Yeah, we stopped in Clinton. They had it on. <clears throat> now that we were kind of sitting across from it, and I thought, does that say? 12 to 3? <laughs> yeah, a little bit later it said 24 to 3 or whatever. I mean, it's like, holy cow. Uh, but uh, that, that'll end up tonight. So it was a crazy weekend of baseball and scoring a lot of runs. So that Angels game. Yeah, what did they score, like 20 in the first two innings something or something like, like that? that? Yeah, it was insane. It's like nobody's wanting to play defense or pitch. I don't know what's going on. I didn't see the, the highlights. It's been pretty busy. But, yeah, it was crazy. It happened in the same weekend. Then, then it happened yeah, the in most- the college uh, level at the highest level, no less. Yes, crazy. So then, to, so tonight up in Omaha, we'll end it. I'm anxious to see what LSU does with uh, Paul Skeen. I don't think there's any way he starts, but you'd sure think he'd be right there, ready to roll in a relief. You know, if it gets to the seventh inning and they need somebody to come in and shut it down. Yeah, yeah. You'd have a feeling that might be his job, even though he threw that that gem on Thursday three full days rest and then today we'll see 
We'll see what they have in store for him. I would be shocked if he started, but I, I would think he would be right in some sort of a reliever role uh, somehow. So we got all kinds of stuff. Two two five nine six nine eight is the phone or the text line. That is two two five nine six nine eight. Give us a call, shoot us a text. We can talk about any of those things, whatever else might be on your mind. Feel free to chime right in at two two five nine six nine eight. If you're going to be outside the listening area, a couple ways to stay in touch. One of those is to log on to kadsam.com. The others download the app. The app's got it all. It has got radio. It's got Penny News. It's got Big Elk and Paragon TV, which, believe it or not, will be back on air before you know it. You know, it feels like, to me, I don't know about you, but to me, like this week is when I finally go, okay, it's summer. It's exactly what my wife said after we left the ball fields last Cause, night. Because two, two of the major – well, for me, for me, there's three kind of major events after school gets out. One is the oil and gas golf tournament, our golf tournament, and then when baseball's over. You know? Yeah. And so and, – and it was actually, at least for us, I don't think for y'all, I think y'all always kind of ended this weekend. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but for us, this is normally when it's, we're at least a week ahead of where it normally is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of times we're playing into the second week of or third week of July. Instead, we're done before July has even hit the hit the calendar. So that's going to be a little bit different. But it does. It's like okay, now it's summer. The problem is, it's like thirty days. Thirty-one days. It'll be August, <laughs> and then it'll be school closed shopping time. Yeah. Yeah, my kid the other day asked, "Hey, when are we gonna go shopping for kid or school supplies?" <laughs> my little, my littlest one. I, I we found out her motive. She wants a new bag, so she's trying to <laughs> like a new backpack, like a new backpack. Yeah. First off, no, you're gonna probably stick with the same bag, James. But but she, I'm like, what are you talking about? We're still playing softball. I don't think it's no tax weekend there, no, yet, no, there, no, James. No. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. God bless her. I mean, she's wanting to go back to school. We we're worried there for a little bit. <laughs> about the whole school thing <laughs> she, but now everywhere we go she's reading signs and stuff i mean i thought she thought re- reading was a pain in the behind but it's sticking and she has she likes school i guess it doesn't mean that it's not it just means that she's going ahead and doing it yeah i think that's a big part of it it's like fine i'll do it whatever <laughs> all right so uh one of those events was our our the keco golf tournament this weekend number 26 of these uh man Thanks to everybody that came out. Thanks to all the players. Um, it was a resound- I was resounding success in my mind. I was still getting text messages last night from guys that came long distances, Tyler, Texas, San Antonio, wherever it might have been, still get receiving those texts th- even, even into this morning of just thank you. It was awesome, the golf course. And, and all of them are exactly right. I mean, kudos to, to James, Kenny, and his staff out there the the maintenance crew on the golf course it is absolutely phenomenal i I would have loved you can't control it but i would have loved to have seen yesterday's north wind that they thought might get here on saturday afternoon just with some different tee boxes that were created uh just for that you know the for those guys in the at the the championship flight guys and then also not as much i mean just not the the rain when it happened because he had he had the greens at a different, the speed was what it was, 
but he really kind of he had them where they were firmer, where it made it was going to make a bigger difference of being in the fairway versus the rough. Which, if you don't know, the guys in the afternoon they have to drop the ball in the rough if they that's what they choose. And he had it to where it was going to be pretty firm, and the decisions would have to be made. You know, do you want the forty yarder in the rough, or would you rather play from seventy in the fairway? You know that, and that's yeah. always been kind of the goal, I think, of of having to drop it in the rough. And we've never quite gotten to those conditions. We were on track, and then you know, Thursday, Friday, it rains two and a half inches combined, and you know, everything softens back up. But uh, no one, there was not a, I didn't hear a single complaint condition of the golf course and like i told some people that did want to complain a little bit about the pin positions six thousand yard golf course hit it closer you don't <laughs> like the pin hit it closer it's a six thousand yard golf course i always thought when people complain about the the where the hole's at that they're really complaining about their own game yeah sometimes now <laughs> that, that, that's just an excuse i say that there, that there were, and how the ball rolls on the green like okay really just hit the ball <laughs> come on there were a couple there, there, there was one in particular where, as you know, in the morning there was still you could see you know wet on the greens, uh-huh. you know the dew or what have you. Um, th- there was one where I was a little concerned as the afternoon wore along that it might be meh, but it's fine. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see what I was, I was hoping you wouldn't see the ball just go and then roll back and go, and sure. I never quite, it yeah. never quite got there, so. Uh, but yeah, it, it's six thousand yards, folks. It needs to be difficult. And yeah, I, and I think that I think maybe I mean it's championship level golf. I well, mean, and that, it, that ch- PM flight, I mean, it makes sense to. Here's what and, I think. And, you, and, and it, it, what was the reaction of the? Uh, what was it? Two of them that you made longer. Yeah. What was the? Re- did you get any reaction off mm-hmm. of that? Everybody loved them. Everybody loved the. There's actually three. Uh, three. Number seven went from like one. Oh, I was there when somebody shot it up front, like 188, 181, or something like that, back to 237. Um, number four was probably another, I don't know, 50 yards, 60 yards back, which the one of the groups I saw hit tee shots there uh, well outside of 220 versus, you know, in years past being close to the 100-yard range. So, you know, that I think that's the one, the one hole that the softness helped at least make it a little bit harder was number four because of where the ball was landing. It wasn't going anywhere yeah. for those guys. It was landing into the slopes and it really, it didn't, they couldn't hardly fly it far enough to get past the one slope to kind of get it rolling down the fairway. Uh, so that, that was a huge change. Um, you know, that's been a hole where if you didn't make an Eagle three, you lost a half a shot or maybe a full shot to the field in the championship flight. It wasn't that way on Saturday, I think I watched three groups come through and nobody made three, hmm. which is great. And then uh, number twelve, we put put it back a little bit further. That one didn't have as much of an effect as the other two did, I don't think. But uh, no, the golf course was great. Uh, it it came down and for the second time in three years, the same guy on the same team hit almost the identical shot that ends up being the difference in the entire golf tournament. So Michael Martinson, Bobby Massa, uh, Garrett, and Jake. Uh, Jake Doggett, Garrett Ray, I think was his last name, something like that. They're, so they're, everybody at the top is pretty close. They get to number 16, par four that goes up the hill, you know? With the, yeah, you know? yeah, oh yeah. 
And we're all sitting there waiting on tee shots. A bunch of people, but it's a pretty decent gallery watching that group. And all of a sudden you hear thump. And his, he flew his drive right into the middle of the green. Oh, my goodness. You know, two years ago on that hole, the pin was in the back kind of left. And he hit it to a foot oh my from God. the tee. Wow. Almost drove the green. Wow. So when the, when the guys, when everybody got up to the green, uh, he was playing with local guys. And uh, one of them told me, he said, I just saw something I've never seen. It's like, what do you mean? He goes, as soon as he hit that driver on a par four, he started yelling, bite, get down. He thought he threw it. He, he thought, thought he drove he it, it over oh, wow. the green. Wow. <laughs> and so they ended up making like a 30 footer for Eagle on, on the par four. And that kind of, that was the difference. I mean, at that point with just a few holes left, you kind of knew, okay, that's going to be the winner doing it that late in the round. So uh, kudos to them. Impressive. Uh, a, a team with Luke Phillips, kid that played at high school golf at Sayre, uh, college golf at Southwestern. They were second a couple of shots back, and then there was a big playoff for third. And uh, one of the guys I graduated played high school golf with, uh, Dustin Gunkel, uh, birdie number 10 to win the team playoff there. So tips, agency, Justin, Dustin, Justin, and Travis end up third um, in the championship flight. The, let's see, A flight, it was Conley. Conley Ernst and his team. Conley's been a Benny Keith guy forever. Uh, well, he or a food guy forever, I should say. Uh, he's, he was he supplied my parents' food uh, for their restaurant for a long time. Uh, so he, they win the scorecard playoff. What a perfect! The scorecard playoff is on number six, mm-hmm. par four. Mm-hmm. They chipped it in for Eagle. So. Perfect, perfect wow. draw for him. Cole, wow. Ham- Cole Hammond and his buddies on 4-H Energy tied. They both shot 17 under uh, in A flight, and so Benny Keith wins the playoff. And then uh, R&R Powerline, Bobby Martin, those guys, they won the scorecard playoff against KJ and Rusty uh, for third. Then in B flight, Cud's number one team, there was four 61s tied atop B flight leaderboard. Scorecard playoff went to Cud number one. That was Colby Kilhoffer, mm-hmm. uh, Danny, yeah. Danny, and DJ DeLeon, um, uh, Brandon Embry. So they were first. LNR Tire was second. David and uh, Travis Poole, Steve Thomas, and Casey Cook. Shout out to Travis for making it Saturday morning. Shocked. It, he, lo- he looked better than I thought he would. He did a great job. He, he hit some pretty good shots, too. I saw him make a long putt on number 10. Uh, so they were second, and then KLX, TTS, that's Juan Lopez, Chase McAbee, a couple other guys there at 61. Then down, it's uh, the tie for fifth, or tie for fifth, tie for first in C flight. There were six five-unders, if I remember right. Uh, Big B Energy, Jackie Garrett, and those guys were the winners. Uh, Doug Gray team, Matt, Cole, uh, Matt Coleman, John Coleman, Shiloh, Ely mm-hmm. uh, were second, and then Grant Graham, my cousin Grant, and his buddies. Matthew Thompson, remember him, number 11, sure. fast kid? Yeah, yeah. He was out there. Grant, Nick, Nick Nagel. They introduced me to the other guy. I can't remember. Sorry. I, it was late in the day by that time. Uh, but that's your that, that was your winners in the three flights. Great. Course race was awesome on Friday night. We had, gosh, how did that go? Justin Barrick was third. Tyron uh, Van Us Vegan. Was second. He played golf with some guys from out here at OCU. He played on the PGA Tour. Everybody was kind of figured out who he was in the crowd on Friday. 
They started looking up his tour stats. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, he's made he he cashed like three point three million dollars worth of checks on the PGA Tour. So I mean, this gets you an idea of what the caliber was out there. <laughs> yeah. And then the winner was on uh, Keith Pasby's team. He was a kid. We're talking about the the College World Series. So he played at Oregon State mm. back in the m- middle of the of the two thousands. He said his first year was was Jacoby Ellsbury's. He played with Jacoby Ellsbury for two years. The first year they made it to the College World Series and lost both games. The next year was Jacoby's last year in which they won and his last year. Okay. And then the Oregon State won it again the next year and he wasn't there. Something like that. Or maybe Jacoby never won it. He was on the team and then this guy won one of the, the first of the two in a row. Oh, wow. Chris. He was a good dude. They were all good dudes. They were uh, just, it was fun. Fun weekend. Yeah. I, I keep noticing this isn't a bad thing, but it tells me it's a good tournament because I keep seeing the same people over and over and over again right. who return. And sometimes this is the only time of the year that I see those people that I know. You know what I mean? Because they're they're from out of town. They're from like Canadian Texas or something, or, or actually, uh, uh, yeah, from that area. But and and I always wonder. Well, I wonder if he's going to be here. And there he is. You know, so. And it's the same faces that have mm-hmm. come from out of town. They make a note of it. They circle it on the calendar. They they make plans to be here. And 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 you know and the new guy like new people that played it. I I was when we we're switching in the AM to PM and I was getting golf carts and you know two of them went to uh, their trucks to unload. And I was like, hey guys, we'll just follow you. We'll take your golf cart after you unload. And, and you know we'll get your trash. Don't worry about it. And they were just raving about the golf tournament. It was our first time to play in it. We were getting our names and like, yeah, we listen to you guys on the radio. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. And, mm-hmm. and uh, um, but they said, I was asking them, like, how'd the course play? Like, I mean, we're a little worried because, you know, we took on a lot of rain in a short amount of time. Like, they raved about the course conditions, um, how it played, the length, everything, and how, how professionally it was ran. I know we're tooting our own horn here, but we take pride in it. So it was, it was a good weekend, very good weekend out there. You know, I was I was really wondering, not necessarily as much for the morning guys because a lot. I mean, it, if you just go out there, go out to almost any golf course on a, on any old day, you know what you hear now that you didn't say fifteen years ago. Man, how green it is out here! Music, no music. <laughs> oh, the music. <laughs> yeah, you hear music. Just for people have speakers in their own carts. That's true. And yeah, so, yeah, I, I don't think it was. Everyone loved it. I mean, obviously, that was a little. I, I was mean, curious as how that soon was gonna... as uh, as soon as Gabe got back from live, in that experience <laughs> up there in Tulsa, you know that that was an immediate like, okay, we got to figure out how to make this work. So the kind of kind of piggyback off of that, just that uh, atmosphere, mm-hmm. and it was awesome. It, you know, it was there was only one place on the whole course where you could kind of hear echoes. Was it over over by the houses? Yeah, yeah. You could kind of hear it. It was echoing just a little bit, like on number seven t- green or eight tee box. Yeah, kind of there. But other than that, you never could. And, and you even, always heard it. Heck, even going down, you. I mean, our house isn't very far. Could you hear it? Uh-uh. Oh, you couldn't. Uh-uh. Wow, that surprised me. Well, I guess the way because this... it felt like you could hear, it, but yeah, maybe yeah. it was just can you because you kind of go down the hill a little That's bit. That's a but... good point because I was going a lot back and forth between the golf course and, and Blake's house, and, you know, and I'd go with the windows down because my hot my truck was so hot, mm-hmm. so I'm trying to get that hot air out. I never heard it. Yeah, you could. It was really weird how it didn't. I mean, it 
it was probably obviously the way that the, the, way the speakers, speakers were angled, were angled yeah. for sure, kind of at each other. I mean, when me and Gabe were setting those up, or a couple of them up, at like 6.30, and we turn them on, I'm thinking, it's 6.30, man, we're right next to these houses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say anything, but no one complained, and I think everybody understood. It's a radio station's golf tournament, we're probably going to hear music. Yeah, we, kinda, <laughs> we, we surely, if anybody can get away with that it's us right because of what we are i think everybody understands it's kind of like you understand if a golf ball uh, accidentally hits your window hey you built a house next to a golf course so (laughs) same thing you're gonna hear some speakers but i think that was a that was a nice addition i was wondering how that would play out now i gotta ask because we didn't do it this year did anybody go where's the scoreboard no you know what people wanted to know you know what people missed I, i really didn't have horse race coverage yes Yep, that was the one that uh, of of the things that were, you know, questions. I was getting either texts from people weren't there or or people at the, uh, you know, that are used to that. Yeah, no one said, no one really said a word about the scoreboard. But I got a bunch of why didn't y'all, you know, where was the video for the horse race? That was the one that we didn't. Well, I'll tell everybody this: it's harder than heck to shoot yeah. golf. It really is. I mean, I have crazy respect when I watch it on TV. Yeah, I know. there is so you think it's easy because golf is so air quoting here slow. Yeah, but it's not easy. Though I mean, it's not easy to get the right camera angle and and try not to interfere with the golfer and all that stuff. Um, we tried that one time. We rigged up a golf cart and had wireless stuff going yeah, we did on. Two or three and, years, didn't we? Yeah, I think we'll just have to explore that. I think phones are the way to go. I don't know. Well. We'll probably try to look at that next year, bringing that back. Yeah, it was just a no, that that was the one that I got. That Very and, good. That and make everybody turn around on chip offs, which that's up to the you know players. Make everybody turn around. So if you have a chip off, uh-huh. there you, there's two schools of thought. If there's me and you chipping off, you chip first. I can't look. I can't see what you did. Oh, okay. I have no idea where, what, where you hit your shot. Oh, so you go, you chip it, then you go and mark, pull your ball. Somebody will mark it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And you can't turn it around until the ball is marked. Now, guys, try to what – you, what you have to do is you have to – okay, you have you look at the shot, you know, because people want to – I get that. You know, here's what's in front of me. Here's, you know, feel it with their feet now. All of a sudden, that's a big thing. <laughs> But you all, when you see guys that have already done that, have their back turned, the ball is chipped, and then all of a sudden, oh wait, one one last check, and while they're doing it, it's looking for a mark to see how close, you know. So it almost defeats the purpose if you let that. But the deal, if that's the, way, the then that's kind of was a, a a thing that we'll probably look at for next year, changing back to because we've done it in the past. But okay, you can do all that looking you want to before somebody hits a shot. But after that, there's no oh one last look. You, yep. you have to you have to stay at the mark. Okay, you can't go halfway up. See where the, because then it defeats the purpose of turning your back. You know, sometimes you could use your phone to mark where you parked. Mm-hmm. There's a way to do that. I wonder if there's a way without you know, putting a mark on the on the green. You can go sure there is. Just hit a button on your phone. Well, or it, it, I, we I forget this. I remember it as soon as we get to the first the first green every single time. The first chip off. All you got to do is take a tape measure. That, there you go. All you have to do is take a tape measure, yeah. 
measure the first one. I mean, and a lot of times you can kind of tell, yeah. okay, what's closer, what's not. But you have the tape measure right now, and then you don't have anything on the green. You don't have a mark for anybody to look at. Very good. Yeah. So it's a good idea. We can figure that out. But no, resounding, I think, success. Everybody had a great time. And uh, it'll be back before you know it. Um, you know, there were some people that were there that didn't get signed up fast enough. I mean, this was the fastest ever this year. It was like 36 hours worth of sign-up time. For, it, I'd, <laughs> I'm like, no kidding, I'd 36 hours. In the short amount of time I've been a part of this, from what I can remember, that was the quickest that that filled up. From when we opened it up, uh-huh. it was full. It, it was, was pretty full in a hurry. It opened 8 a.m. on Monday, and we were full with the ABNC flight by noon on Tuesday. Insane. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, Scott's right. We need to get Gabe's drone. That's that's what uh, – figure out the drone coverage. I can bring mine out too. Yeah. Give me something to do. I'll, Fly the drone the around. The thing runs itself after 26 years. It, it the, You know what I mean? I got news for you. There's no better feeling – on that on on Saturday, then all the morning teams get checked in. It's all right. We have the right amount. Yep. Everybody's there. And then the other thirty six teams get checked in on Friday or on the Saturday afternoon. And then we get thirty six scorecards from the morning guys. You're not having to chase anybody down to get their scorecard. As soon as we get smooth. those. My yeah. blood pressure drops immensely. Yeah, it'll smooth. I, I, one thing I was worried about was our swag we were handing out, those tumblers with the speakers on them, which, by the way, got oh yeah a lot of people going, whoa, that's cool. Um, I think we're, we found out we we're like short four or eight. Found them. But we found them. Oh, yeah. That was the only thing I think of. Oh, oh no, oh, no. Well, we found them. Yeah, I <laughs> <So> know. <laughs> we're I good. Gonna, I was going to have to pull the four guys from Alva's back and pull somebody local back. And then take them up there in a couple of weeks. But, yeah, it all worked out. It all worked out great. Yeah, good weekend. It was. Got a bunch of recaps going on. Recapping the KECO Golf Tournament that happened this weekend. Now it's time. Recap the OK Kids State Softball Tournaments. 8U was held at Clinton. The 10U was over at Weatherford. And then the 12U down in Ada. Jared was a part of two of those tournaments. He was actually, were you, were you actually on the field for the 8U one? For one game on Saturday. Uh, Thursday, yes, we played one game. Friday, no, because I, I had to be here. Yeah. And then Saturday, I was able to break away, get over there for one game. Almost stayed for a second, but thought this is going to be cutting it close because we're about to be done here. And so I needed to get back. So, um, but yeah, I was there for a couple of them. All right. So the eight U uh, over at Clinton, the winner, the team that is the state champion, is the Moreland Two K Fourteen Lady Cats. Hobart Freeze, which was in this um, league, the league here at Oak City, was second. I know Merritt, the Merritt Storm, were in the final four. They were playing yesterday. Mm-hmm. Also part of this league. Also part of this league. And do we know who the fourth team was? Chickasha. 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 So it was Chickasha versus Hobart, Merritt versus Moreland yesterday. And then Merritt, or, uh, Moreland and Hobart make it to the finals. And Moreland is your state champ. But, Canute, you guys, uh, for a young, young team that we talked about on Friday, uh, what 
think I saw Jeremy put it out there, what, nine that could have been playing T-ball? Yeah. We're on there. And uh, to make it to state tournament, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, li- listen, we, we as coaches, and Jeremy reflected that too in that Facebook post. We were like, hey, you know, let's just develop them here. Maybe in a couple of years, we can get them to state. And they've those girls blew our expectations out of the water. Yeah. I, I mean, these are girls that are. And the funny thing about it was when they got to state, or when we, you know, they go and they get hot at the right time, they win the league and. And it's, you know, they're going to state. And it was all this, it wasn't like a complacency, but it was like, well, yeah, you told us we're going to state all season long. And we just use that as a motivator, right? And so they weren't like, okay, yeah, this is what we do. We're supposed to be here. You know, and they, um, and they came out and they, they went up and get a really good Washington team and, and lost. But, man, they bounced back with a 8-1 win over Thomas, a 17-1 win over Elgin. Um, and they took on Blanchard on Saturday and um, they got down eight to one and chipped away at it got to the bottom of the fifth they were the home team and um, they were down 10 to seven at that point and pushed a couple runs across with three or bases loaded with two outs so had a chance to tie or win that right i uh, just couldn't do it. it was grounded out for the third and final out but I mean, they could have gave up then, being down eight to one to a to. A, I mean, these are all good teams. I mean, I say it a lot, but these are state quality teams, and and uh, those girls proved it that they were they belong to be there. Very proud of them. Very proud of them. And now that expectation is going to be a little higher going into right. uh, next year because they're not t-ball girls anymore. Now they're 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 coach pitch kids, and and they're going to expect to get back. Yeah, <clears throat> congratulations to Merritt too. I, I saw one of the Merritt coaches out here at our golf tournament. And we were really chatting it up, and uh, Hobart, uh, we're good relationship with them. We scrimmaged actually leading up to the tournament because they wanted you know get some quality practice in. It was like come on over here and we'll we'll scrimmage. Um, Sentinel made state too. They're a part of our league, and um, congratulations to all the other local teams. See, Weatherford was there. Weatherford Wildcats. I'm trying to make sure I'm not missing any other. Was, Cordell, was Cordell there, or was that an l- older one? There's, there's no Cordell. Okay, I don't believe. So they were. Somewhere. That was in the ten and twelve. There's an Arapaho team there. Yeah, I mean, you know, Western Oklahoma. We always say this. It was. We always expect this too. We, we they are, Western Oklahoma is well represented. Moreland, I, I consider them on the west side, mm-hmm. northwest side of the state, and obviously pretty good too by winning it all. Yeah, I don't think. I think that Merritt team's pretty young too. Maybe not clear to the T-ball age, but I think they were kind of younger coach pitch team on, on, on a bunch of their team talking to one of their dads yeah uh, as well so and it, it was it was funny because it was like when you were it, it was the same thing like all right let's see what we got let's get better and you know for next summer and now next and you know you look up and you're like we're in the final four what you know <laughs> like all right yeah this is great yeah. great experience for sure uh even for next year so then it, the tenue was at weatherford and what two of the four final four teams we're from the league here. Almost three. Cheyenne had a chance. They yes. were went away to get in that as well, but uh, they fell short. But yeah, two out of three, uh, us and Elk City, mm-hmm. and um, the other two was Moreland, the eventual champ, and Dale. Um, and Elk City took care of Dale and got to the final. We fell to Moreland again. Canute uh, was up at one point three to yes, one. Three to one early. It felt felt good. Felt like if our pitching can hold up, and I was really worried about that because she. Uh, threw a lot of pitches in an extra inning game on Saturday. That was wild. 
I got the story on that if you want to hear it later. <laughs> yeah, um, I've been waiting on that one. And then she turned around, played a, 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 a Middleburg team. Did we figure out where that's at? Yeah, it's southwest of Blanchard. Oh, I talked right. to one of the coaches. Right, right. I, was, I said, hey, coach, I'm, how many times have you been asked where Middleburg is at? <laughs> and he's <laughs> oh, plenty. And he, he said, yeah, we're a small little community. And he said, there's maybe about 300 people in the town. Um, but they nice. They have a really good pitcher, and uh, they upset Thomas to get to where they were at. And, and, and I th- thought Thomas might have been the team to beat in this thing. And Thomas actually got upset again by Cheyenne and was out. They, they didn't even play on Sunday, uh, which raised my eyebrow. And I thought there's an opportunity for a lot of teams. This thing might be wide open. But um, um, but anyways, back to my point, our pitcher, our Emma, she was pitching against Middleburg and pitched a great game and a 5-1 win. Put her out there against Moreland, and, and her daddy would probably tell you her, her arm just ran out of gas. Mm-hmm. She gave it her arm. And to a point, she was wearing a blister on her pinky. And we were trying to tape it up or put super glue on it or new skin or whatever it's called uh-huh. and just trying to keep her there. And she and we pulled her out after it got out of hand, and, and she was not happy about it. She was such a competitor. But those girls, proud of them. Um, kind of a – I mean, same thing. I mean, we, we expected them to get to state, but maybe – Let's just see what happens and to get to the final four and and when we lost and all those girls, I mean, they're bawling their eyes out and that just tells me they care. You mm-hmm. know, they they didn't want to end, end it like that. They want to they want that state title and I might be a little biased, but I think it's coming. Um, they keep working hard and stick together. They're going to be okay. But that's a great Moreland team, a classy bunch. I was really, but no offense to Moreland, but I was really hoping it'd be an all. Kids mm-hmm. Inc. Western Oklahoma final between us and Oak City. I have nothing but high praise for them and respect for them too. And I talking to Oak City fans, they're saying the same thing. Like we're rooting for you guys. We want to see you guys in the finals because that's a win-win for everybody. Right. But um, they and then they fell to Moreland too, kind of in a similar fashion. So Moreland, man, they had some good hitters, really good hitters. That's the one thing that I noticed about both. Just kind of not being there, but looking in the scores. The eight U and the ten U with the, the Moreland teams were putting runs yeah. on the board. Yeah. You know, they can hit. There was very few like four to ones or anything like that. It seemed like they were, you know, pretty. Here's the deal. There's a five or more almost every time. There is a name of Dewald mm-hmm. in Moreland, and there's one on the eight U team, and there's one on the ten <laughs> U team. That's and it. So if you got one of those swinging the bat on on your team, you got a good shot. Yeah, here they are, 15. They did 5-4 to four against Morrison, which I think that's the team that Elk City had to beat, what, Saturday to get into the Final Four, if I remember right. Uh, the Morrison Lady Cats, and it was close. It was a very close game. Uh, they yeah, beat four them 4-3. Three. Three, yeah, 4-3, yeah. and so that was the one team. Morrison was the one team that – the only team that held Moreland, Moreland under 10. Yeah, Moreland – was down going into the bottom of the fifth on the Morrison. Morrison. So I know because we were pl- we we were waiting for the mm-hmm. winner of that game and and it was back and forth and um but like I said Moreland can hit and they hit it at the right time. Yeah, and I think Lola against Morrison hit a walk off single. Uh, with Elk City was down three to two oh, going wow. into the last inning against Morrison and then they scored two runs and a walk off for her. Uh, but no, great job by by everybody. Like you said, it'd been way cool if it could have been Elk City and Canute in that final. Yes, uh, and instead Moreland was Moreland ran through. They were the Kids Inc. champ and the state champ uh, with the, with what happened in the final four. <laughs> you know what I mean? Beating kind of kind of like Mello was oh, in the yeah. Big Twelve. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, kind of like that with uh, with that ten U bunch, and then the twelve U, which oh by the way, 
we will have these young ladies in studio on Thursday. Thursday at 9.30, the Elk City Elkettes are the 12U state champions. And you want to talk about pure and total domination. The Elkettes are the epitome of that. They win, what, five games by a combined 67 to 5? I believe it. I've seen them play. They're really good. Just an amazing performance uh, by Denny and, and those guys, it's, it's their team. Uh, 19 to 2 over Fletcher, 16 to 1 against Leedy. Then they beat Cordell 12 to 1, and they win the state title 19 nothing, 20 to nothing, something like that. I mean, it was just 19, 19, 19 nothing. Yeah. 19 nothing over Clinton, who it's Clinton is the. Um, the runner-up. Kudos to them. They lost their first game yeah. and came back to get to that game. That was- they lost to uh, Preston 5-4. to four. Yeah. And then they turned around. They beat Leedy 8-5. to five, And they beat Preston 10-9. to nine. Then they beat Cordell 8-6 to six to get into that title game. Uh, but the Elkettes were just awesome, obviously. Yeah. With the way that they played yeah. uh, throughout. So kudos to them. And like I said... 9.30 on Thursday, we will see some of those gals. Hopefully all of them will get to come in. There was, uh, you know, that's the second with Denny. He said he was tired of um, he was tired of the bickering back and forth by siblings who have been on state championship teams in the summer. <laughs> Catch is going to be a junior on the baseball side. That's good. And now Maggie on the, on the uh, 12U team here. He's like, and the one thing that Catch had over her was got to be on the show. I was like, you know what? It's funny you say that because I was thinking about that last night. Like, okay, we got to get them in here if they want yeah. to. Yeah, you should never know. But there, there will be, there will be, there will be a whole bunch of nervous faces. But there will be one. There always is one that's ready to fire out and talk our legs off. Do you remember who it was for the boys? Because I sure do. I I don't. I do. Who was it? Cole Bowie. <laughs> He Who was, do you think will be with this group? Oh, gosh, I don't have any idea. <laughs> I don't know. Girls are different. It'll be somebody. It yeah. might be Maggie. You never know. Yeah. So that'll be fun coming up on Thursday. Then the baseball. Uh, we had a bunch of regional baseball here. Let's see what Denny said. He's texting in. Who will it be? Oh, who's? <laughs> Lindley Pogue, he says. Lindley Pogue. Okay. Now we know. Her sister's been here before, too. Aubrey. Really? Uh, Yeah. When uh, it's been a couple summers ago, when they went to the the nationals with Jay, why it was Kennedy and Aubrey, a couple, yeah. Anyway, heck, the whole Gino family almost has been on the show. Yeah, Olivia was here. Catch has been here. Now we'll have Maggie, get Alonzo in here. Let let him be on the air too. Oh dear, <laughs> I don't know if I need to say that. <laughs> my, my phone's blown up too. <laughs> Oh, that's great. <laughs> They're wanting me to talk about the incident. I'm not going to do it. Oh, yeah. That, I, I, we got to hear about this. The question on the text line I just got was, did Atha get kicked out on Saturday? No. You don't You don't coach that team, right? So no, you're just I'm, on the, I'm a coach. I, I mean, I'm on the coaching staff. Right. But um, I let Jeremy and Wes take the lead when we're at this level. Now, next year I'll be more involved. I'm more or less just keep book or – Make sure girls are batting in order. I, had I help f- them. I help them in practice and everything. But no, I did not get thrown out on Saturday. I wasn't there. I wasn't at that game. Okay. 
This was the 10 you were talking about. Yeah. I was not there. There were three total fired out of there? Yeah, two coaches. From, two from Dale and one from Canute. Canute were, were thrown out. I'm trying to be the nice radio guy about this. I don't want to stir the pot too much. I don't know if you have any many Dale listeners. <laughs> so, I'm not the music guy either. That's that's not on me. I heard Jared, the coach is bucking on the field. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I I took third base out and walked away with it. <laughs> Did you? It was a rosin bag, and you made like a little grenade and fired it. <laughs> <laughs> I was crawling. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you really want me to get into it, or do we need need to? Uh, oh yeah, let's uh, talk about this. Really? Yeah, just you don't have to. Just kind of what happened. Well, playing. This is what, and I found the video, and I'll show you the video later. Okay. Um, but apparently there is a coach from on on Dale's side that talked rather loudly. Okay. Um and. Our team was on the first base side dugout. Well, you know, our uh, our coach over there coaching third. And I'll omit names, but if people listen enough, they'll know who. And oh, I think everybody knows knows which one of those two on your well, side there got was thrown a, out. There was a close play at third. It started with there was a close play at third where the third baseman, my beautiful daughter, had put the tag on and she did and got her out. And it started from there where the coach was chirping at our coach, saying, how much did you pay the ump? How much are you paying him? Uh. <laughs> and kept making motions to our first basement coach. And because there's a lot of yelling back and forth. And it was, you know, kind of the let's go, bro motions, you know. Oh, really? Let's, let's go. And it kept going on, and then what set, from what I understand, what set him off was our coach off was, you know, when your girls are at bat or players are at bat, and between pitches they'll step out, maybe take a couple swings, practice swings, look at your coach for a sign, and get back in the box. Well, as soon as our girls would step out, he'd yell at our girls to get back in the box, and that's when our coach looked over at him and kindly told him to be quiet. And and I'm, I'm not. Yeah. You know. And then the, then it got a little ruckus. Coaches had to be separated. Uh, the Dell coach and pushed an umpire. Physical, oh. Physically pushed him. Well, he got tossed. Yes. One, our one of our coaches was coming across to basically stop something from happening. Mm-hmm. But because he came across the field to play and whatever, he got tossed too. And then another Dell coach got tossed. So, and cooler heads prevailed, and the better team won. The classier team won. Yeah, and that'd have been exciting to be out in the parking lot when all the, when everybody had to go out in the parking lot together. Listen, it carried over yesterday. Did it? We didn't even play each other. Oh, that's right, because they played Elk City. They got beat by Elk City. But they were playing after us, and they were taking our dugout, and they're waiting for our uh, clear out the dugout. And apparently, a couple of fans were talking back to one of our fans, and one of our fans said. They told our fan, stop staring at me. And our fan said, I'm not even looking at you, lady. Oh, it, it was, no. It was. And he he went over there and said, listen, can we just let this go and just remember these are kids mm-hmm. and we're here for these girls. For, and it, it would have been really fun if we had rematched with them. My wife was like, 
I'm glad you weren't there. You would have been in the parking lot with, <laughs> with the other coaches. You would have been tossed, Jared. Your mouth would have got you in trouble. Nah, I, but from what I'm told, it was over the top with what the guy was yelling. But And I praise my coach for protect. He said, when you're yelling at the kids, at yeah, our kids, that's, right. you, that's crossing the line. Yeah. And that's when he told them. That's when people are going to get upset. Yeah. You, you can you can you can yell at your own girls. Yell at your and, girls. And you can yell. You can yell girls. at the coaches about paying whatever. Yeah, yell at the, when, yell at the umps. When you've got a ten-year-old or eight-year-old kid or twelve-year-old kids, and you start trying to tell them what to do, and they're not your kids, that's when people are going to get upset. Yep. And that's what that was the tipping point for for our canoe coaches. And I'll go to war with those guys any day. And I'm and I'm I'm comfortable. I couldn't be there, obviously. But I got guys that are oh, like, yeah. like their dads, and I know they're going to protect my kid. Yeah. And that's what he was doing. Yeah, that's going to make you feel good as a dad. Yeah. That. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's you know, you know, a team is a family, you know, and he was protecting his kids. So. But, uh, anyways, better teams rose to the top. Congratulations to Elk City, Canute, Moreland, Cheyenne. Very good stuff. Very good weekend. Very good season for everybody. So that was the softball from the OK Kids so this yeah, weekend. Baseball. I'm. So, this is crazy. It's so long. It's awesome. I wish Monday through, what Friday? Yeah. You know what's not awesome? The drive. The four hour drive. I was going to say no. It, and and this is so playing Elk City all the way on the other side. Played Sayer. I meant Cheyenne. Yeah. Well, I think this is going to have to be looked at moving forward because the the pitching rules have changed this year from what they have been in the past the limit the amount that well you can it's throw? it's yeah it, it is determined by pitches now instead of like outs and innings okay and so even even if you if the games would have been played on time like they were here for the 10 yeah you're still finishing on saturday to start on monday and so the 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 pitching rules, the pitch count rules are this, 0 to 35. You don't have to sit. You know how very you know how few 35 pitches is? It's not very many. Not very many. Not very many. So 0 to 35 you you don't have to sit, but 36 to 50 you have to sit one, 50 to 75 two, 75 to like 100 is three, then 100 to 120 is four or whatever, and 120 is the absolute max, I guess. And those are just kind of it's, – I think what's going to have to happen is once once they get the feedback at the OK Kids spot, these regionals are going to have to start earlier in the week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It needs to probably be maybe a, a Monday through Thursday if – with the state tournament starting on Monday. Because it just puts you – I mean, it, it listen, it doesn't hurt us. I can promise you that because we've got – there's only one one kid that isn't available today, even having to play Saturday and Sunday, uh, and that's in kudos to to Jory and those guys for what we've done all season and heck what they've done for their whole time as a team uh, that we were fortunate enough to to be able to be on now. But and that's develop arms. So it's you know thing. for some it, yeah. for some it probably hurts worse than others. But yeah, you're right. How crazy is it? We're driving four hours across the state of Oklahoma to play Cheyenne who's 20 miles away <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a pretty wild deal and I know they've you know th- th- this has been it's pretty interesting to step into this side of this so 
you know, for years, the, the Sayre team that that Wyatt was on when we were there, they were so that team would be playing with these two with with the Crushers and, and Cheyenne, but we were the young ones. These are kind of the old. They're the last year, and so yeah, we would be. I mean, obviously wanting to beat these two teams, but also a year behind, and it just kind of. But these two have had battle after battle after battle after battle from T-ball on, right? I mean, it's so it's kind of. It really is kind of ironic that it worked out to where here, first round. You know, as we were walking out, they were finishing up their game. Uh, the against Okarchi that they fell to be the runner-up uh-huh. of that regional, which put them against the champion, which we were uh, there. So it was just like, all right, we'll see y'all tomorrow. <laughs> and, yeah. and thinking, why don't we just do this right now? Yeah. <laughs> and then we can have the day off and uh, join up whenever we need to on Tuesday over at Salisaw. But, uh, so that's, uh, yeah, Elk City. Crusher's going to play uh, Cheyenne. There's just looking at kind of what I remember – as far as teams and, and you know, this the the Crushers two years ago as as ten U, like the old ten U team, they played in the state finals uh, and ended up getting second. Uh but some teams that I can remember, there's um uh the Salisaw, I think Cardinals is a team that I believe won it that year. And a Darko, which could be an, an uh, a team coming up. Um Kingfisher Blue Sox were good. Okarchi, the team watched that, that beat Cheyenne in the regional, they're pretty good. You know, the, you know, like you said, once you get to this point, there's going to be a whole bunch of good teams. Well, uh, looking at there. it, there's a lot of you know. We always, obviously, we we follow high school pretty closely. There's a lot of teams that you are used to hearing at the high school level have success, right? Like Okarchi or Blanchard, mm-hmm. you know, Elk City, so Anadarko. So that just tells me that, that you know. You think a run is done for some high school teams? Not so fast, my friend. There's a lot of young kids that are coming up. Yeah, by evident of who's playing in these state tournaments. Yeah, shout out to uh, the the Alva Renegades. They were the other team out of our regional, and that's a team that I don't know if they've ever made it this far because it's we've kind of been in the regionals with them all throughout the time, and they've gotten really close. But I don't think they had ever gotten over the hump and actually got into any of the you know the eight to ten to now 12 u state tournaments they did uh, they beat a, a hobart team that was scrappy they just didn't have it yesterday uh so shout out to both of those uh, but uh, anyway so that's the 12 you know man heartbreaker for the eight u elk city bombers so they played the altus drillers to get to the state tournament they had played five times previous. Elk City had won four of those. But they didn't win the right one. Wow. And Altus uh, knocked them out. That was Saturday afternoon uh, as their season came to an end. And then Navajo, I think, is 8-10U, eight, eight and ten U, uh, state tournament bound uh, from here. And so there's going to be yeah, there's gonna be a lot, a lot, of, a lot of baseball going on today for uh, – to, let's see, where is – is 8-U in Weatherford? Yes. Yeah. No, 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 no. Ten U's in Weatherford. Ten U's in Weatherford. I'm sorry. Yeah, ten U's in Weatherford starts today. Twelve U's in Salisaw starts today, and then the eight U coach pitch tournament is in Clinton. I don't think it starts till like Wednesday, um, and so they're they've got plenty of time uh, to get recovered. Yeah. So I'll be I'll be on site. Very for good. The next, for the next few days, calling in. Hey, do me a favor and take a lot of water. 
Looking at the forecast for uh, South, so I was just curious yeah. if there's rain chances. No, no, no rain chances. 104 on Wednesday, 104 on Thursday, 102 on Friday. Yeah, and the, but the, you know what the good news is, Jared? What's that? You know, over there in Salisaw, the humidity's not but about 430%. Yeah, right. Yeah. So 104 with 430 humidity, yeah. it'll feel like a, a billion. You have to peel your shirt off. Yeah, I told Wyatt, <laughs> I was like, dude, listen, if, if, you could, if you boys could just win the first three, just Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, that sure off. helped me out. Because yeah. I've got to come back here Thursday and wouldn't have to rush around to yeah. try to get back to a game anyway. That'd be nice. Yes. I'd really appreciate you if you could do that. Yeah, I, I want to uh, end this with one thing. Yeah, um, and this might sound superficial, but I'm, I'm serious. Shout out to the Weatherford uh, people who put on the tournament over there, their grounds crew. Yeah. And, and, and I know that everything was delayed by a day. And Act of God, man. You can't blame – you can't be mad about rain. And But they made a, a, a tricky situation into a good one. Fields were immaculate over there. Um, very impressed. It's the first time I've been to Weatherford to play to play softball, so I was I was uh, very impressed with it. And in Clinton too, they had to for some part of that tournament had to play it on baseball fields because it's grass and it was drier up before the the dirt was. But they were able to move it back to dirt. Um, took a bad situation and made the best they can. And again, uh, good job by the tournament directors and grounds crews at both Clinton and Weatherford. I was very impressed. Yeah, it's it's something that you just take for granted here you really do and i know we we kind of give them a hard time we didn't pass but they it, it was a well-ran tournament both of them were mm-hmm. um classy people and and everyone was there to answer a question if we had a question and um concession stands were ran great i mean everything was great and it's what you expect at the highest state highest mm-hmm. tournament at the end of the year and, and it was it was great so. so did you over on the softball side there at weatherford did you ever get it? Did you get a, a glass of tea? It's, no, I didn't get a glass of tea. You was didn't I supposed to? Oh at yeah. I, I, I don't. Well, I don't know. Well, oh, how about the, so here? I got a. I got some kind of tea at the golf course. I, oh, that's a different <laughs> tea. That's a totally different one. Uh, but okay, so over here, do you guys have something called ice or uh, ice chest tea? I've heard of that. In in the here. At ours, yeah, I've, yes. It's cut up like oranges and lemons and yeah, limes we, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, we actually had that at our festival. When okay. Our, our okay. opening season festival. We yeah, had so that. that's yeah. the first place I ever saw it. Over at Weatherford? Was Weatherford. Okay. I didn't get that, no. Oh. I, was, I was consuming water left and right. Well, I can understand, but that was, you want to talk about a saving grace yesterday? Man. Yeah, the ice, the ice chest well, tea. Well, I guess it's we'll delicious. have to get back to state, and if it's at Weatherford, I'll have to remember to you get You have that. to. Maybe in I mean, I assume you, I assume they have it on the side. I know they do on the baseball side. Oh, it's good. It is really, really. It good. was. It was. Yeah. But it, like I said, I mean, it was really good. The the fields. I didn't see any. Uh, it was damage funny. or anything like that. It was funny because the day on Saturday, when the first time that our guys got to play, I guess there was a, a kind of a fly ball hitting the gap, and it was one of those. In the left center field gap, center fielder couldn't get there, left fielder couldn't get there. And so they're taking angles to try to back each other up, and one of them cut it off, you know, before it bounces and goes to the fence or whatever. Yep. And they both overran it because it just stuck. <laughs> it was like a, <laughs> like a golf ball into yeah, a green. Yeah. It just went poom. And Wyatt turned, he stopped, turned around, and he's like, 
I had a hard time seeing it because it was like almost underneath the ground because it was just wet out there in the outfield. Wow. And watching yesterday even. <laughs> Thank goodness those softballs are yellow. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was pretty funny to see, you know, even line drives that were hit pretty hard, you know, past the infield. They would hit the outfield and it was just kind of yeah. <laughs> it wasn't uh it certainly wasn't <laughs> what anybody was used to. No, it was good stuff. Very good stuff. All right. That's a Monday. I'll be calling in from Salisaw tomorrow. Awesome. After do that Wednesday, I'll be back in studio Thursday, as will the 12U state champion Elk City Elkettes. We'll have them at 930 on Thursday. Here's the deal. If our team wins, I don't know if I can trust those guys to come in here sometime next week. <laughs> have a great day. You've been listening to the Skinny on Sports podcast with Aaron Cow. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available. Thanks for listening. That ball is blistered to right. Way.